Kid Ass Valley Sports Talk fans. Welcome back to another episode of your Kid Ass Valley Sports Talk podcast. I am Eric Sorensen here in the new, very chilly winter Big Country Studios, joined by Sammy Henderson. Luke Olson found his way here, and John Gudak. Guys, thank you for being here in another episode. Oh, I'm excited. Thanks. Yeah. Did you get lost on your way out here to uh, God's country? I actually almost missed it. It's even worse. <laughs> you know, like two of them. For so. the listeners, we were recording. If you haven't listened to the Rodeo podcast, go listen to it now. We were recording that when Luke was showing up, and we didn't get the satisfaction of seeing him miss the driveway as he did for the first season. Of <laughs> first season. The Valley driveway at your old place. 70 I'm miles sure an hour. I drove past your old place. A hundred times. <laughs> Every time, almost. Every time. Absolutely. This one you could see a little better because you see the flag. Well, you, know. you should see the eight-foot Santa Claus on the front yard. Okay? <laughs> that too. Okay. So, uh, guys, we're so excited to be back. Episode two of season two. We have a season two. That's pretty exciting. Episode two of season two. I just realized, you know, when we when we started season oh, yeah. two up again. We didn't uh, do the numbers. We, we didn't do jerseys. Today's Derek Jeter Day. Oh, that's easy. Start all Derek over. Jeter. Derek Jeter. We can't repeat. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Derek Jeter. <laughs> well, guys, uh, what have you been up to? Okay, we got we got sports are starting to roll back even more. We got a great episode. We got a great guest coming up for us, which the interview's already done. It was superb. It was very well. It's a wonderful guest. Can we can we talk about it? Yeah, I mean, sure. We can we can kind of intro. I mean, yeah. Spar, Coach Greg Sparling. Coach Greg Sparling, affectionately known as Spar. Um, uh, he was totally willing to talk with us, gave us a few tidbits of uh, basketball information and then food and beverage information as well. So and weather. And weather. Yes. And weather. So, Well, and, and like I throw Sammy under the bus, Sammy had the wrong date. But we did get a good FaceTime view of Spar, what he was doing, and fighter pilot jets rolling in. Yeah, that well, was sweet. It was a stealth bomber. Yeah, we'll, we'll let Quiet, him. And it was cool. <laughs> right. We're confusing our listeners, but it'll be it'll make a lot more sense here in a handful of minutes. So keep listening. Don't turn it off. You don't like what we have to say here in the intro. But, uh, guys, we it, it, I'm bummed that Central's not playing basketball, the GNAC, but at least we're going to have some GNAC play. There's a, yeah. a handful of games. Uh, like we're in the studio. We're just close enough to the router. I'm going to be able to get my Roku out to the GNAC channel and be able right. to watch some games. And we're all Wildcat fans here, but if, if, you're, a, if you're a local basketball fan, then that means you are a – Spar and a Fairbanks right. fan, so we're going to be able to watch yes. um, a familiar uh, coach here yeah. on, on TV. A familiar son-father duo. That's right. Mm-hmm. Some kid named Coleman is going to be teamed up with Greg. Dang right. Again. I'm excited to watch awesome. that. That'll be good. We'll be able to talk about that here in a few minutes. That's right. Well, But there's tons to talk about. Yes. Tons. We got... Well, pretty sad. Apple Cup didn't happen this last week. I know. I don't know. There's Hus- a chance, Hus- so it could be. It could still happen. I heard. Yeah. You know, I was really rooting that this week they were going to make uh, USC and Stanford play, but instead Stanford had to move their game to Oregon State. I heard. Uh, that's a huge one. Sorry yeah. to Duck fans out there, but I was so pumped. Yeah. I was pumped. Let's go, Beavers. You know, there, there was – we talked in our group a little bit about the bittersweet. You know, mm-hmm. that was pretty much the Pac-12's only shot at getting anybody in the playoffs. Uh, but we can see that Ohio State's probably going to get in playing right. four games anyways. Oh, my God. <laughs> so <laughs> really, what's such a, yeah. If anything, this is the biggest asterisk year yeah. of all time. Well, yeah. and I I don't know. I, the Pac-12 wasn't getting in, in my opinion. Luke right. told me I was a lion POS. But <laughs> you he's thought a really they had a guy. chance? 
Oh, there's the slim chance, the slimmest. Well, I mean, there's, there's also no a chance. slim chance I'm going to lose 30 pounds by Christmas, <laughs> but I guess <laughs> it's, it's going to go. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here drinking uh, my, my hydration here. So. That's right. You know, when I see Ohio Water. State at four, I get really upset for Cincinnati, mm. who's like 7-0, and oh, and they're seventh in the nation, and right. team in their state that's playing that half BYU. as many games is ahead of them. Right. Yeah. Can there's got to be some beef going on there. Can BYU get in? Uh, no. Oh. Can Coastal Carolina get in? I don't in? think on. BYU Come did on. themselves any favors by not scheduling. By Huskies. backing out, right? They should have played you behind UW. all that. Huh? Are you that would have been their win. They were scared. Yeah. And well, it just seems, I mean, that's the narrative that you're going to write is that BYU was scared because you, you tweet any time, any oh, yeah, place, yeah. any team. Right. And, and then, then the next hours. day a team offers you and you're like, no, nah, we're not going to do no, it. No, we're, we're, we're gonna just joking. But, of course, you know, you talk about that would have been their game to schedule, UW. But, I mean, I'm a Cougar fan, but I also cheer for the Huskies, which is unlike you. I'll uh, cheer for them at times. But uh, I, I would have liked I would have liked to have thought that uh, UW could have knocked them off, which would obviously be why you right. then would have been out of the uh, – No, I'll tell you, if the UW team that showed up against Utah yeah. in the first half, they probably would have been down like 35 they nothing. Yeah, the second back. half UW team would have been a oh, good yeah, BYU game. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, what a comeback. But we didn't have that tune-up against Washington State that we really have. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Uh, you guys are. You guys should have played that game. You guys wanted to play that game because I heard a Sir Borgie's back at practice this week. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I hope it happens. I know the Husky fans should not hope it happens in the fact that it means they didn't make the Pac-12 championship game. But That's how's true. that going to play out this year? I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. And it's Everything's going to be weird. I yeah. mean, we don't even know how many more games are going to be played this year. No. Right. Well, it's... No. They, I, for one, was thinking about something. So if you want to start fundraising, I was thinking, those scary headache, everything, <laughs> not COVID, just a headache from thinking too much. Uh, how cool would it be a kid has Valley Sports Talk bowl game hosted at Central Washington University of the Apple Cup? <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> if you want to start making a couple million dollar donations so we can make that happen, because that's the only way I'm it's going to happen. That would be sick. <laughs> We'd have to stream it. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think that would be phenomenal to watch that. I don't know. I don't know how that game's going to turn out. I did tell someone, I said, you know, I would have rather – I texted Coach Watkins, Hall of Famer, as a coach. I still would rather have seen a Cougar loss today than nothing at all on the day the Apple Cup should have. Whoa. I would have done it. I was so – okay, yeah, so uh, Thanksgiving Day was great. I love Thanksgiving, family, whatnot. But I was like, it's just – this is sad that I was more upset that there was no Apple Cup than I was excited about Thanksgiving. I understand. I think the, it's okay. Okay, thanks. I understand the Not thought process. Complete terrible that. family member. What did, What did Coach say? Did he? He didn't respond. He no. didn't respond. He was right. probably just like Eric. We would have won anyway. That's probably what he would have really? said. So. so, if we're going to talk about Coach Watkins, can we talk about uh, Coach Phil? We, we sure need can. to give a hair update. I've decided that that's going to be one yes. of our bullet points to discuss, and I can confirm uh, visually yes. that that. Maine is flowing like the American flag. Yeah, for those of you that don't know Coach Phillips, he's the math teacher and softball coach. Heck of a math teacher. I don't know. I'm not good at math, and he was my teacher, so I just, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Phil. Love you, man. But uh, two plus two is six. Um, no, I'm just kidding. It's four. Um, but no, Coach Phil's got the flow going. We're going to post it. He's finally sent us a picture to save. Yeah. And we'll post it out there. Maybe yeah. we can have a naming contest. Name uh, the f- name the flow. Name the flow. Yeah, that sounds kind of wrong too. But anyway, you know, well, we could get a specific sponsor for that. I think so. Yeah, we'll get to work on that. Let us know. DM us and anything. KS Valley Sports Talk. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. 
what else is there to talk about? Uh, Zags. Yes. Uh, they are playing as we speak. We're recording this on uh, Tuesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Or no, Wednesday afternoon. Shoot, you were having problems today. I had problems. Thursday. Problems, I'm calling yeah. it the Tuesday. Right. Uh, but uh, they're playing West Virginia, so that's mm-hmm. another top 10, top 12 game. Oh, yeah. After taking care of Kansas pretty pretty easily. Yeah. I don't want to say easily, but double they, digits. They look, and they look good doing it. And that freshman, Suggs, he's a real mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. real. They're stacked. They're yeah. some shooters on the outside. Yep. Uh, I've been uh, been cheering them on. Uh, yeah. But we were talking before we got on the air. We were talking Eastern. Yeah, Eastern's looking Might good. Might be a you know, little they, bit uh, of a threat there. Yeah, they, they gave the Cougars all they could handle on Saturday night. And... People might have made a big comment about Big Sky Cougs barely beating them, but I mean that's a potential tournament team. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a good win for the Cougs mm-hmm. and a good and sign. We should be watching. We should be watching uh, the Eagles anyway, Eastern Eagles anyway, because uh, yeah. a familiar face on that. Absolutely, uh, team. we got uh, Mr. Steel Ventures. Steel Ventures. Maybe we'll get him on the podcast here one of these days. You know what? Yeah. Let us know how it goes. And then, of course, uh, they signed a former Kittitas kid who. Is now playing down in St. George, Utah, Mason Landek. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, transferred down there just because they guaranteed that he would play when Plays we're still not sure right. when what's going still on school, up here. Yeah. yeah. What did you guys take? Not to throw everybody on the spot. And Luke apparently listened to the last podcast he said, but he hasn't answered any questions. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. But what did you guys? What was your guys' take on on the whole what uh, Cole Canyon say? I know we gave a lot of it during the thing, but. I'm still missing high school sports, and I wish, and I was glad to see Mick Hoffman came out in support of getting the kids on the field. Here's my here's my quick thought: is a couple of things. One is it's so clear that the WIAA, I mean, obviously they want to play, but it is so clear that they're going to do anything mm-hmm. it takes to let these kids play. But to answer your original question of what uh, my thoughts on Cole Canyon, um, he put a lot of thought in his answers yeah. of. We got to do it the right way, but the the f- sports means so much more in terms of the impact it has mm-hmm. on a kid's uh, mental health, obviously physical health, um, which was something that um, was kind of enlightening to hear, but uh, totally expected for coming from a guy like Cole Canyon. Um, right. Uh, I mean, it's just there's more to life than sports, but it's 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 a significant impact mm-hmm. in a in a high school kid's uh, development and and memories and. And uh, so hopefully right. we can – and they, they had to adapt on the fly. I mean, shoot, how many times, how many contingency plans have they had that they've had to either pull off or adapt again and again and again. So Well, and I, don't, I just don't think anybody should just say that the plan they have now is going to be the, the answer all because I have a feeling it's going to change again. Yeah, I have a strong feeling that after Christmas break, I mean, there, I think there will be a lot that, that might be different uh, just with the rise in numbers mm-hmm. nationwide. I mean, I think states that are playing football right now, they may not be playing basketball, mm-hmm. you know, come January. Um, and with Washington being the, the way way Washington is, you know, we're going to be one of the later states to even get stuff going. Yep, probably the last one. Yeah. And so uh, I don't have a good feeling. I don't have a good feeling about uh, sports taking place in the state of Washington this year. And that's one of the things that we brought up, like good feeling about basketball, but sports in general taking place. And then when we asked Cole, I mean, do you just say forget it until March and then play just spring sports? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, they're the ones that got shaft. shafted last year. I mean, everybody yeah. did, but, every you know, and you're a baseball guy. Country, I'm with so him. You just – I don't want to wait, and I'll, I'll save you from my opinion on 
on all this COVID stuff, but um, do you, do you does it just make sense? Would it be better to go for a stronger guarantee of let's just shelve it until March so we can guarantee Something. spring sports? Um, and Cole said that that's the biggest um, – in terms of numbers of kids participating, that's the biggest <coughs> numbers they have, close to about four hundred mm. kids. So do you just do you just that's play the odds? It's cutting two big sports. I mean football and basketball. You know, those are such the revenue making sports. Oh, I, I, I mean, agree. That's most yeah, what revenue are you gonna be making this year though? Yeah. What's that? You're not gonna You're that's a good point. You're not gonna make anything this year. This year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Except I for know. if you can it's getting close though, because Eric cut the seasons back to seven weeks. Yeah. But, yeah, seven when, week but when you're season. talking, when you're talking just Dude, purely amount of bodies that can come out and be active, like, you know, not every kid in your school can play football, right? You know, gender issues and things like that. But anybody could go to track. That's good. Yeah, anybody could come out and run track. I am proof. You could throw. <laughs> right. That anybody can do right. track. And so uh, I think it's a. You not know, a I'm, I'm hopeful <laughs> that at least you know with with my kids in school, it'd be great if there was an after-school thing where my kid could go even run track even if yeah. there wasn't a com- competition to go to yep. but that they had it like at at the at the minimal amount like if mm-hmm. they're at school let's have activities yeah. good point that's, that's my hope good point i hope so too i'm really excited for this spring i hope to have a baseball season we got but but luke's comment just now they're gonna be seven week seasons and for the baseball and softball kids that scares mm-hmm. me to death because unless they take initiative on their own to get their arms in shape i don't I don't see how we're going to be able to get all those games in. I don't know how many they're going to give us, but like getting a pitching staff ready for baseball is going to be that maybe hasn't thrown hard. In well, twelve months. Yeah, actually, that they're brings up another thing. You know, they're going to have to take the initiative to get to keep in shape, mm-hmm. playing shape, whatever their specialty is. Yeah. So, and maybe this is more of a generic comment, but how much does this change the way that you contact your players, your kids? I mean, are there is it stricter rules now? I mean. In terms of, like, how much contact you can have as a coach? I think right now, any contact at all right now. And if we want to do groups of five, I believe. But the hard part is it's freaking cold outside, so we we can't really do anything during the middle of the day. Right. And then uh, we can't be inside at night in groups of five or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So uh, you know how Ellensburg is, that we get, like, a week or two in February that is gorgeous. And if we – if I guess the start date's February now, so maybe there'll be a gorgeous day in January we can get out and do something. But right, yeah, I mean I can I can contact and talk to the kids all I want because we're still in no contact period, and and that is my hope that leading up to baseball season is there is some sort of a special thing that we can get pitchers playing catch and or do something like that right because that's gonna be hard. Yep, they could have been doing a golf season this whole time. I'm that's, exactly that's what I'm saying. Like, exactly. I've been playing like golf a lot since March. Yeah, how many? Balls have you lost so far? <laughs> Probably like two. <laughs> yeah, but can you imagine a, like a really long golf season? Just a just them going at Listen, it. That's such a golf. Six answer. months, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. high intense, just one yeah. on one. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that would be I so just, much fun. Just a big match play. Of it would be. I think anything that you could get out like golf, just do it, man. Like mm-hmm. that's Venice, what I want to see. I mean, they could, right? Yeah. Those sports, you know, those are low risk sports. Yeah, cross country. But it, it's yeah, it's it's hard when you're. Uh, when you're in this kind of state, you know. Right. So. It so does take more work <clears throat> to get those things done, but it can happen. Yeah. <clears throat> I think a, a silver lining to kind of piggyback what you were saying, Sammy, is like their track is so um, – there's so many options that hopefully maybe a silver lining is there's going to be a bunch of kids who just want that activity that are going to try. I mean, Not only kids, p- 
parents that are going to make their kids You're doing go out track, and do yeah. it. Yeah, I can I can uh, maybe confirm that. Yeah. Right? yeah. right now, if you know, if Morgan had something, you know, they had track and get my, my son to go whether he wanted to or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. And so it's just having that option. There may, there, there'll definitely be kids that'll be like, heck yeah, I'm going to do it. And there's some kids like running. Absolutely not. Yeah. That was <laughs> That's me. why you'd be a thrower. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's why golf. Luke played golf. That's right. Well, speaking of that, Luke, how has your golf game been? And by the way, this segment of Luke's golf game is brought to you by Fitters Furniture, <laughs> quality furniture since 1896. Absolutely. I mean, where do you want to sit on the? I mean, what kind of couch you want to sit on after a nice round of 18? Ooh, a Fitters Furniture That's couch. Right. Yeah. Well, that's it's going good. Yeah. Be, be ready. We're gonna as soon as they allow us, we will be doing an episode from Fitters on a couch. On a couch. Or at the golf course. Yeah. On a couch at the golf course. So. Hey, now we're talking. We'll get some. No, we're going to be prominently displayed in that corner window on the corner right. of Fourth and Main, right there. Waving it. We're going to be like Joe Dirt. Yeah. Waving at the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, come on in. My couch. What What were you uh, practicing today? Uh, you were late to the podcast today because you were getting Weird. a few swings in. What? Yeah, uh, I almost didn't come. <laughs> uh, getting Luke off the golf on? course is just a hard thing to do, fellas. Yeah, it's difficult. Working yeah. on my takeaway. I don't know if you guys even know what that means. Sammy doesn't know way. It's not John. basketball, Luke. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know, the beginning of the swing, right, when you start, it's called the takeaway. When you take it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a crucial part, you know. So that's kind of sets the rhythm for the rest of your swing. So what's the biggest key to making sure that's on point? Uh, I kind of, you know, they say you want to keep your hands hidden, club out, you know, or, you know, it's, I feel like I'm talking to, like, third graders here. Yeah. Even, you know, kindergartners. That's kind of my golf field. That's how I guess they would know. I explain it better, but. I try to, at the beginning of my swing, I just try to make sure I turn my left shoulder and it kind of gets my takeaway right on plane. And All right. Gets I'll try that next time I'm out. Yeah. 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 We'll turn your you shoulder. Know, I really will. Turn the left shoulder. Maybe we should start golf tips from Luke on our social media. 100%. Yeah. Tip of the week. Tip of the week from Luke Olson. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Wear gloves to the new Put your beard down <laughs> before you grab your driver. <laughs> yeah. That's my tip of the week. I love it. Yeah. Well. Should we get into our guest? I think we should. Bring on Coach Spar. I'm looking forward to this one. It's a good one. It is. I'm excited about it. Yep. I'm really excited to bring him in the uh, studio sometime this summer. He's down here. Maybe we'll do it up there at the old Sunkadia, Tony Graham, if you're listening. <laughs> get around to golf him, Spar. If you put it on the video, just throwing it out there. Let me know. Yeah. Let me know what you think. See what happens. Let it float out there. <laughs> Chew on it. Let's see how it tastes. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with Spar after this break from message from Fitter's Furniture. It's been a long few months for all of us, but the wait is finally over. Fitterers Furniture in downtown Ellensburg is proud to be safely serving you. Fitterers is now open during regular business hours while keeping you, your family, and everyone safe. Stop by Monday through Saturday from 8.30 to 5.30 and browse three floors of quality home furnishing. Plus, free delivery in central Washington. From everyone at Fitterers Furniture, welcome back. Fitterers. Fitterers. All right, Valley Sports Talk fans, we're back with our guest this week, a guy that really needs no introduction, a longtime Ellensburg resident, current head coach of Alaska Fairbanks, the Nanooks, Greg Sparling. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Hey, thank you very much for having me. I hope you guys are all doing well. Hey, you too. And, and uh, you know, we, we did get a little FaceTime session before we got on here because our, our scheduling guy told you the wrong day. So we appreciate you, you being with us. And uh, <laughs> I won't throw Sammy under the bus uh, that he got the wrong schedule for. Any you. more than you just did. <laughs> No, I just I got an opportunity to show you a little bit of Alaska. I got a little snow on the ground up here. 
Yeah. <laughs> and there was a fighter jet coming in. We saw on the Facetime. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's the it's the, it's the stealth uh, fighter jets coming in and out of there. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. Well, coach, we want to dive in a little bit here. You know, there's you got to be excited. A lot of us are, are you know coaches that we aren't going to get our seasons and whatnot, but you are getting to prepare for a season coming up here. How excited are you? And just how excited are you to be able to have some Nanook basketball on the airways? Well, we're very fortunate that our administration stepped up all the way to Chancellor Light, to Dr. T. Champagne, uh, and also the Terrell Owens. Uh, she uh, allowed us to, to play. You know, it came down to the four GNAC teams, and, you know, it, it gave us a, a lot of hope. Uh, I mean, honestly, you know, when we started, we were five weeks, you know, on the sideline, and then we got going where everybody had their own individual basketballs, and now we're, you know, full practice getting ready for SCU, but you know, the, the, the atmosphere has definitely changed and, you know, the, the motivation for the kids has elevated, but, uh, I'm just glad we get an opportunity, uh, to play in January. So coach, what, uh, I, I maybe, maybe this is too long of a, of a question or too long of an answer. So maybe break it down a little bit. Uh, when you guys were, was it pretty obvious that you guys were going to choose to play? I mean, I know there was a handful of teams, obviously, that aren't going to be playing. So was it, like, individually a, a, an Alaska decision, or was there a lot of conversation between other coaches and, and uh, other ADs to uh, decide whether to go or not? Well, I think it was. I think it, I think it went started at the AD level, and then it went up to the, the president's council and all that, and then uh, – you know, we had to make a decision. It was a few Tuesdays ago, and uh, I didn't honestly know which way we were going to go, but I know our administration's pro-athletics, and, uh, you know, Chancellor White voted yes, and we couldn't be more happy. But, you know, it's there's a lot of real estate in between now and then before the ball goes in the air, but, you know, it, it, it's going to be a, a great opportunity. What about you talk about uh, uh, motivating uh, your players and guys being excited? And um, this is, I mean, no matter what, I mean, even though you guys are going to be playing, this is going to be a different season. This has been a such a different year anyway. Um, is it bittersweet as in, you know, you, you, um, you won't have a, a, an Anchorage rivalry game or, or that, uh, you know, the, it's, it's a shortened schedule and, and, no, you know, D2 championship. I mean, is it hard to get motivated or is it still we're playing basketball, we got to get W's, and, and that's easy to motivate the guys? No, I, I think you hit it right on the head. It's motivation that you get an opportunity to play and, and go get W's. And, yeah, you know, your in-state rival, Anchorage, decided not to play. And so now we got to play, you know, the SPUs, the Nazarenes, the St. Martins. And, you know, we'll go back to back and kind of limit our costs and, and limit, limit our exposure exposure out there yeah we have to fly but i think they're doing a smart thing playing back to back and get us in and out and uh you know there'll be more testing uh than than we know what to do with i mean it's, it's three times a, a week before you even play wow yeah that's intense so your first first matchup you guys are all playing back to backs we got friday saturdays you're starting with spu uh Talk a little bit. That's a little bit different than, than what you guys have been used to, you know, going Thursday, Saturday, some random Tuesday games. Uh, how are you guys approaching this this change in schedule? Well, I think the big thing is is, is you got to take, you know, your 12 guys because if you try to play like you normally do with your, you know, 
seven-man ro- rotation, eight-man rotation. I think the the second night you're going to fuck her out. So you got to make sure you got everybody ready to go. And, you know, it, 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 for us, you know, travel is difficult. You know, I always heard from, you know, Mick and, and the rest of the coaches up there how challenging it is. It, it really is. I mean, you basically get up, get an airplane, jump in a rental car, practice, and then we're going to play the next day. But, you know, it, It'll be a quick turnaround because we play that second game at 2 p.m. So all the teams can get in and out to, to save costs. But like I said, we're excited. You know, SPU jumping into the fire. Oh, boy, they're going to be good. And, you know, they, 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 they have always been very, very good on their home floor. Uh, usually, you know, we get a good fan base because we have a lot of Seattle kids, but uh, we're playing the season without fans. So that's going to be another different feel. You know, it, it's interesting watching all this Division One basketball, like, the Maui Classic and stuff like that, but no one in the stands, and and especially like Duke last night. That you know that place is absolutely usually rocking, and there was no one there. Is that uh, does that make it? I mean, it's I don't want to say it's going to feel like a practice, but I mean you'll hear, you know, the squeaks of of shoes, you know, squeaking a little bit more loudly and stuff like that. So, um, you know, part of basketball is is playing good fundamentals and and playing well, but I mean, the atmosphere, does, is that going to take some getting used to, or, or can you just say, hey, this is going to sound like practice? Uh, maybe I'm overthinking that, Coach. I don't know. No, I, I think it's going to take a little bit to get used to. I think it's going to feel like a, a, a scrimmage, but I think, you know, the guys know what's right on it. You know, you can have an opportunity to go to the national championship, and you know what? I mean, when the ball goes in the air, you know, we call out our first stats and get our first defensive stance. I think the fan, you know, they'll probably be out of their mind. They just want to go win and make baskets and get stops. So, you know, I'm excited to get going. Yeah, it is going to be a lot different. It's it, it's probably going to be a little more challenging. But, you know what, it, 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 it's a, it's an opportunity. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to sit out another 365 days before we play our next game. And, and you know, we'll go into SPU, we'll come home, and we'll play two, and then we'll hit out on the road again. But, you know what, you know, let's, let's take a swing at SPU and see what we can do. You know, Coach, I, I'm. I, that was a great point you just made there, and and I know that we're so wrapped up, and it's not going to be a normal year. But I think one of the cool parts about this is, well, first off, you get to play. In in 2020, the year of life, it, we get to play. The kids got to be so excited. But you also get a team that, if I am correct, and my stat guy over here said that everybody gets their eligibility back. So what a cool year for you to be able to have. You have we have one more year with all these guys to build that team camaraderie, to build a team atmosphere. And to be able to have a season to where you can prep for a big comeback next year, hopefully with uh, with everything, hopefully a fans back in place. But are you? Is there is that something that's on your radar to, that you might be just a little more excited for? Yeah, without a doubt. And, and, and the big piece is it gets a lot of the kids on track to graduate. Right. You know, so uh, we have a couple guys that are already talking about starting their masters, their their fifth year, and you know that's great. So you know, it, it, it's a it's a you know twelve game season. If you're fortunate to to get to, to the playoffs and, 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 and make some noise, uh, you know, anything could happen. I mean, I, I've heard the CCAA down in California is going to shut it down. And then I also heard, you know, the Pac West is going to play in pods where, you know, the Hawaii schools play each other and then Northern Cal plays each other in Southern Cal. So it, it's going to be a whole different look. But you know what? Like I said, and I'll keep saying it is we are excited with the opportunity to be able to play collegiate basketball. Uh, Coach, this is Luke. Um, 
with the you know players getting you know an extra year of eligibility, how does this kind of change your recruitment for next year? I mean, have you talking spoke with most of the guys in the team and most want to be back? Or I mean, how, what's your kind of approach with that next year? Well, it, it, it is challenging because I, I feel sorry for the seniors coming out this year, uh, especially you know the high school kids that don't that may not have seasons. Uh, you know, they're going to get overlooked and. You know, there's not going to be that many spots because if the junior colleges give everybody their year back, we give their year back, Division three, there's just not going to be a whole lot of slots. But you know what? Some guys may graduate and move on. I mean, they may grad transfer. We don't know. I mean, we got to let this thing play out. But, um, you know, we're actively recruiting guys. And, you know, uh, we have so much money. And, and you know, we'll, we'll do what we have to do. But like I said, I, I feel sorry for the – the seniors in high school. I mean, they, 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 their, their summer's been cut short. Their spring was cut short. Their fall, fall league's been cut short. So, you know what? Maybe we'll score some diamonds in a rough. Yeah. Can we, can we stay on that uh, mindset here, coach? And, and, uh, you know, um, it, you talk about you feeling bad for the seniors and stuff like that, but it, it, which I agree, but at the same time, does it make recruiting that much more difficult for you as a coach? Cause you can't, see these kids i mean there's no games to watch for you either so do you have to go off of tape that's a year old or you know six to nine months old or or does that has that forced you to change the way you guys contact and recruit players no you're right on i mean we're 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 watching a lot of uh seniors film that from their junior year um so you know there's it, it, it's it, it's hard because there's so much growth in a in a student athlete from their junior year in high school to their senior year, so you got to kind of project out a little bit more. And, and a lot of these kids didn't get to play the the, the the summer circuit and also the fall league. And, and now if they don't get the you know to play their senior year, you know right when they open up recruiting, you know we've got you know five ten guys that we're looking at where we're just gonna have to jump in the plane and get a car and drive around the lower forty eight and take a look at them in person and see, you know, it's going to have to be a quick evaluation. And then, you know, up here in the state of Alaska, we're so spread out. Uh, we've, we've been fortunate because it's it, in the spring up here, uh, the local high schools all work together and they invite coaches up and then they all play on the same floor. So it's like, it's an all state Alaska open gym. So uh, that hasn't been able to take place. And, and with so much real estate up here, and if they don't have the state tournament, we're going to have to, you know, probably ask a few Alaskans to walk on. It's making you completely rewrite everything, and then as soon as you get the use of the new normal, then maybe it goes back to <laughs> <laughs> goes back to what it was in 2019. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just uh, we're actively recruiting guys. I mean, it's over phone, it's over Zoom. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm about tired of Zoom to be honest, but. <laughs> You know that's the that's the way we got to communicate now. Let me uh, let me switch gears a little bit, and maybe maybe this puts you on the spot. Um, before, uh, well, it doesn't matter what it was before. Let's just talk about what it is now. Uh, you know, uh, the four teams uh, that's that makes up the GNAC. I mean, what what's your competitors looking like? What's uh, you know the Falcons and Nazarene and St. Martin's? What are, what are those guys looking at like and what are they gonna What are they gonna show you? Well, SPU obviously got a little bit deeper. They got the guard from Skagit Valley, and then uh, they got the good kid from uh, uh, Linden to add to their equation. I mean, they got a lot of guys coming back, and 
you know, the, the thing is, is, is they're so long. And that's what always has given us problems because we're, we're a little bit smaller up here in Fairbanks. But, but they're, they play so hard. Grant does a good job coaching them. And, you know, it'll be our first road swing. We won't have any exhibition games under our belts or any uh, scrimmages. And, you know, it's a topic that we've been kind of discussing because if SPU and, and St. Martins and Nazarene are able to get, you know, two or three scrimmages, I mean, they – They'll be way ahead of us because when we get back on the 28th uh, here to the life and balance, we got to obviously take a test. Then we got to quarantine for five days minimum, and then we got to get our second test. So at the end of the day, I mean, we could we could be you know 10 days and then you know practice for seven days and be in a plane going down to play SPU. But back to your question, Nazarene. I mean, they got a lot of guys back. Uh, they had a good young crew. Uh, they play extremely hard. Coach Rush down there somehow get those guys to play above their ability. Um, I mean, I watched them up here, and I, I, I've seen a lot of teams play extremely hard over my day. But I mean, that'd be probably one of my top fans when they came up here and played. They just played like a well-oiled machine, and they got a lot of their guys back. Uh, St. Martin's, you know, new coach, his second year. Um, I don't know a lot of kids that they've signed because you went outside the state and grabbed some guys, but it'll be competitive. I mean, I, I think, you know, if, if I'm looking at it right now, I mean, I think SPU probably has a knot, but then I think after that, I think it's, it's a 3-8-3 it's a three, three, uh, horse race. What, do you, what are you most excited for your team? I'm excited to play. I mean, it's, it's challenging up here. I mean, uh, you know, the weather and the darkness and you know, right now, you know, we were talking at the end of practice. We should already have six games on our belt. We should have already played Hawaii, California, and Anchorage. And, uh, you know, now we, we, we let them go here this Friday, and then we don't get them back till the 28th. So, you know, the, the, the motivation is, is is on the GNAC website is, is the schedule that's posted. And I said, when you guys start getting down and, and frustrated, just take a look at that. we got an opportunity to, to make some noise in the GNAC. Speaking of your guys, uh, we'd be doing our listeners here in Kittitas Valley a disservice if we don't ask about Coleman Sparling. Uh, your son came up there, uh, joins you, rejoined, reunited with you. Uh, but looking on the online roster, uh, name's not there. Can you fill us in on, on that situation? Yeah, he graduated from Arlington. He was on uh, the uh, all-academic team. And, uh, you know, with all the uncertainties, uh, you know, we decided – to, to, to leave him at home also you know um, you know once he's once he's uh, up here uh, December he'll, he'll fit right in because he knows a lot of these guys that he's playing with and you know it was a, it was a hard decision but I think it was the, the right decision because of all the uncertainties talk to me about uh, how he's prepared and I'm going to tell you this right now coach I saw him on the golf course a few times <laughs> this summer so i want to make sure he was also protecting you know uh practicing his jump shot uh jump shot more than he was practicing his iron game on, on the golf course so uh <laughs> i gotta imagine he's pretty excited to play he is i mean he, he, he has a huge passion for golf and you know he's, he's working out he worked up at some Katie this summer so he was able to get a bunch of rounds in but you know the the nice thing about it is is there's you know some guys that have some private gyms around uh, and he's been able to get in there and work out and then there's a couple guys that have pretty decent weight rooms in their garages and you know he's staying fit and you know he just wants to get the opportunity to get the ball in the air and, and start playing. 
how's that as you know you two just you know father son i mean was is this pretty special just you know him come, oh. you know he graduated and he could be done but is it kind of special for him to kind of come play with you one more time and kind of try to help you guys get a you know a gnac championship even if it's you know a couple couple teams well, this it's definitely coach's dream to have your son play for you. I mean, we got cut short on our first opportunity, and then, you know, he took his journey down to CSI, had a great experience, then went down to Texas and didn't have such a good experience. It was, it was hard to watch as a dad and a coach. And, you know, now, you know, we'll have basically a season and a half together, and then, you know, his next chapter of his life will start. And, you know, I couldn't be more excited to have the opportunity to coach him and, and spend a lot of quality time with him before he leaves the nest for good. And, pursue his next uh, uh, career option. Yeah. Well, let's move on to something lighter. Um, I'm planning a trip up to Fairbanks, me and Dave Fisk, when everything gets gets going um, and you guys are allowed fans and you can have some friends of yours come up. I want to know where you're going to take us to eat when we get to Fairbanks. <laughs> Where's the spot? You always know all the spots. We can go, we can go we'll go to Brewster's, we can go out to Baladas, there's a nice steak dinner out there. Uh, what do you want? What kind do you want, Sam? We got uh, we got a good rib place. We got a good seafood place. You call it, we go to it. I say we just restaurant hop. <laughs> oh, we did when when Coach Fisk was up here. You guys could stay at the crib, and we'll uh, we'll definitely show you Fairbanks. We'll go down to Santa. Santa's about uh, about twenty minutes away. We can oh, sit on his lap, get a photo, and go from there. I'm going to piggyback onto this trip as long as my the caveat is as long as Coach Fisk uh, pays for it all. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got a we got a two bedroom crib. You guys come up and hang out with there us. There you go. We'll yeah, show you, we'll, we'll show you Fairbanks. I got one more question to piggyback off that one, Coach. Uh, you know, playing baseball for Desi there at Central, I will never eat at a Golden Corral again. What is a place in the GNAC you're going to most miss visiting, and having that? What's what's your go to restaurant on the road? Uh, I kind of like the Gwinnies down there in Anchorage, right okay. outside the airport, an old uh, logging uh, restaurant, and gives you a big plate of food. But uh, I mean, there's a lot of good restaurants. I, I think I can find every hole in the wall. I mean, it doesn't look like I missed too many meals. And uh, <laughs> you know, some of the places I pull up at some restaurants and they look at me like, "We're really going in there?" <laughs> yeah, trust me, it's a good place. <laughs> I can vouch for that. I've been on a few trips with them, and every time it is like that. We're going where? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, this, this works. This works. Oh yeah, Coach. So, I got, hey, you know, what? Okay. Hey, I got a fun fact for you. Who, who was warmer this morning? Was it Fairbanks, Alaska, or Anchorage? It was pretty damn cold here. This I'm morning, a guess. So. Fairbanks was warmer. We were 38 degrees. You guys are 21. Oh yeah. yeah. But you got that snow on the heat. ground. We saw. We even got that. We yet. had a heat wave going through here, uh, but. Come Friday, it'll be negative seventeen. <laughs> yeah, so that, yeah, that that's a that's a different kind of cold. So you get some wood I mean, for the igloo there. Are our golf courses even open right now over there? There's a few moose around up here if you guys want to come up and visit. <laughs> you know, I'll see random posts of. Uh, I I mean I I think you were driving around campus and there was a moose that blocked your way on the road and and you you definitely have to yield to that the because you're you're. Uh, you're a big guy, Spar, but I tell you what, those—I mean, those things are such regal animals, and it seems like it's common to see them on a daily basis. Oh yeah, when when the snow comes, they come down, and 
it's kind of interesting when it gets really cold, you know, uh, I, I get tricked up here quite a little bit by all the laughs. They give me all these fun facts and, you know, they try to trick me all the time. But, you know, what's, what's interesting is, is when it gets really cold, you come out, out of the buildings and you look over and there's a moose wing to guess I'm trying to keep warm. But, uh, <laughs> Seriously, it's uh, that's awesome. It's a different life. It's a different lifestyle up here, boys and girls. I bet. Well, Coach, we don't want to keep you anymore. We really appreciate you jumping on with us, and we hope that uh, maybe sometime in the future we can do this in studio. Hey, anytime. I hey, thank you guys. It's great. It's, it's really great to hear you guys' voices. Coach, we'll, we're going to be cheering on uh, virtually here this year, but uh, I'm going to hold Sammy to it. Uh, we'll we'll be up there on. On Dave Fiska's dime, Dave's uh, dime here, really quick. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Edward, Edward Jones starts making a lot of money this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Hey, hey you guys have a great evening. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. All right, folks, we're back with a wrap up from that interview with Coach Spar. Guys, what was your takeaway from Coach Spar? That guy is ready to play some basketball. Mm-hmm. He's ready to coach some basketball. Yeah. Totally different this year, but at the end of the day, like he was saying, once the ball is tipped up in the air, we're playing ball. There's a championship to one to win. There's, and and there's I games guarantee you, there's six other coaches in the GNAC that are going to be super jealous of him. And yeah, ones. yeah. You know, we know that the teams aren't playing, yeah. but I'm sure that wasn't a coaching <laughs> decision. They all wanted to play. I'm sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm sure. I'm. I think he feels very fortunate to be in the position to be coaching basketball this year. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what it seemed like. Yeah, everything in 2020, and you can't expect it to be a normal year. You just got to be excited for the opportunity. Right, that's for sure. And and, and especially for uh, for Alaska, for Fairbanks is not. I mean, yeah, the season is different and the schedule is different, but it's still going to be the same in terms of they have to fly to everything. They fly to everything anyway, even mm-hmm. to the Anchorage games, because mm-hmm. that's a like a two hour flight or an hour flight for a six hour drive, and so. Their travel is going to be the same in terms of it's going to include a flight, so that's the same. Um, maybe not as but, much, but downtime. just but just one. I mean, if you think some of those trips, they have to get somewhere and then drive six hours to get yeah. somewhere else, and so it'll be nice to. That's maybe the benefit of the back to back. That's the only benefit, but you don't, usually they have that day in between. You play Thursday, you Friday, you might travel, but you're also cutting up film. You're looking at stuff, maybe getting some shots in. So you have to do that that night. Yeah, because you're coming back and doing it yeah. again. So it'll be a little bit different, but it, it maybe I think it'll be a the travel's still hard out of Alaska. You know, the the flights, the cancellations, the postponements, but playing those back to back nights in the same place, yeah. going to a hotel and knowing you're staying there more than one night, back to back nights, Ooh, maybe guys, know, two nights in a row. We got a little some surprise here. What's I up? think. Hold on, I think we got someone calling into the show right now. Are you being serious, L- listeners? Who we got out here? We got uh we got Coach Phil. Coach really, Phil calling Coach. To check in on big country. Hey, we got the flow himself. The flow. <laughs> flow and Phil. Holy smokes. Flow and Phil. That's what that's we that's what we call it. That's what we're gonna call yeah. it. Well I figured he's calling in to give you a bad time about talking about his hair. What are you talking about? He gives me all kinds of compliments on my hair, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what what is the secret to the, the hair product right now, Coach? Uh it's au natural, Coach. <laughs> Does that mean like oils and berries? No, he's just uh, it's natural. The kids, the kids in school ask like, "Hey, you got a perm, Phil?" No, man, this just comes natural. No, it doesn't. I don't buy it. (laughs) Not at all. There's some type of herbal essence, some type of specialties 
in there. He's he's on the no free ads. I bet his hair smells great. (laughs) Coach, I'll I'll tell you what, I'm going to put you on the spot. But uh, if I remember correctly, um, this was said in passing. uh, And uh, I was on campus for something, probably dropping off my cheerleading daughter. And uh, you you had maybe alluded to cornrows. And uh, I asked... (laughs) Delaney every day, hey, is it in cornrows? <laughs> and uh, she always says negative. And uh, so we were promised cornrows. Is is that ever going to happen? You know, it, it probably is going to have to happen. Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of really disappointed people out there. <laughs> How many signatures is it going to take? Yeah. Are you going to take any signatures? I just got to line up the, the former softball players that are going to take great pleasure in pulling on my noggin oh, so cornrows in the psa announcement for all kittitas softball alumni please get in contact with coach phil for the cornrows asap well, i can tell you that trinity keys will be the first one in line since <laughs> she she started that tradition so i think uh should be the first one to go i'll just do the whole thing beautiful you know, Coach, hold on. I, I'm going to continue to put you on the spot, but kind of a, a serious subject. We just got off the phone with uh, Coach Greg Sparling about how, you know, crazy this uh, pandemic has been to schedules and stuff. And uh, you, you're a coach that didn't get to coach softball last year, and, and uh, it seems like things are being threatened again this year. Uh, are you nervous, or, or are you uh, not trying to overthink that? Um. Yeah, that would depend on the day, literally. <laughs> uh, so there's days where you're trying not to overthink it. Yep. And then there's days you get the notification from the WIA and you're going, what are you guys going to do now? Like, right. at some point you can't just keep, like, cutting weeks off of a season. I think the last time Eric and I talked, it was like, you know, you've now cut our high school sports season down to almost less than what a middle school sports season used to be. Right. And so, and I haven't. I haven't followed up here the last couple of weeks as we're wrapping things up at school for a trimester. Um, but I think they were talking about reshuffling who plays where again. It was like, I think they, there was something out there about like shoving softball back towards like March and baseball. And it was like, uh, that's like, like why, what, what, what have, what have we done to, to warrant possibly, uh, you know, having having a, having two consecutive years of, of being canceled at this point. Right. Playing snowball. So you know, I mean especially especially when you start looking at like uh you know baseball and softball being in my opinion if you, if you look at it and what you understand of the virus and everything that you know we can stay pretty well socially distanced and uh you can get masked up if you're close to somebody if need be and that they're two sports that would be very playable. Absolutely. And I might be biased being, you know, the fast pitch coach, but <laughs> I don't think you're biased at all. I mean, yeah. we, we can only take what sports we have out as, you know, kind of a template for what's going on. But even like in the NFL, when people are testing positive, it's the people that have been close to on their team that potentially, and we still haven't, you know, the teams that you've played against, there hasn't been an issue, you know? Yeah. And so we're not spreading it that way. And so, uh, you know, it's all about, I think, as long as everybody takes care of themselves and does, you know, puts their mask on when you're getting close to each other and have to spend any time, then, you know, things should go well. But we haven't seen any any kind of, I want to say, like, you know, jumping where the fire kind of jumps, you know, the river and catches. We haven't seen much of that going from, from team to team spreading. Yeah, and uh, so I, I 
that's, it's a hard one in this state at this point in time and, and what kind of keeps getting shuffled around and, um, you know, and even as you're watching like the college stuff and just the sheer number of games that keep getting canceled right now. So, well, I just want to play but, coach. I'm sure you just want to coach. I just want to, my daughters to be able to play. Yeah. It'd be, uh, it'd be nice to, to get back to having, having a little something to do after school and not trying to figure something out all the time. Well, I want to, I'm missing the Chris Farley antics over at the softball field from coach Phil. So that's my <laughs> biggest miss right now, coach. Well, yeah, I mean, that's uh we talked about, we've talked about that a couple of times over the, I mean, you know, I didn't, three months here we'll be talking like a year of, of not doing this but mm-hmm. you know just just the walk up and the walk off and right and uh it's kind of that camaraderie that that goes on on a daily basis and, and just you know really kind of starting to miss that that like on a day-to-day basis has become come really hard it, here's how bad it is here's how bad it is is that i am so desperate for sports that I actually miss the bitterly cold gale mm-hmm. force winds 100%. of uh, of springtime sports. Hey, do you know the, one of the really good things coming from the mask whole thing, these gator mask things that we wear? Yeah. Yeah, we've been wearing those in the baseball field for <laughs> years now because it's so damn cold. Yeah. <laughs> so this is just stocking up the pile, baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, uh, there, you know, there's been, there are some days, you know, as the spring turned to summer where Eric and, and the coaches and I would talk and it was like, you know, I'm not, I'm never going to complain about being outside and the wind blowing 50. We're still going to complain about the wind because I mean, when it blows 50, you know, it's just howling, but that we'd give anything to go out there and, and stand in the wind. Yep. yep. I, I complain in covering those games for sure. <laughs> soft. <laughs> He's soft. Man, sitting there. Oof. But wouldn't you rather be doing that than not? Getting to that's, do that. That's true. Yeah. I think well, that, yeah. All it's going to take is a yeah. donation from Luke Olson for the Luke Olson press box out of Kittitas. Write the check. Somebody write the check. That's right. You need a sponsor. That's right. Well, Coach Phil, you get back to taking care of that flow. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate the call, Coach. You bet, guys. All Talk right. to you soon. Take care. <laughs> Bye. That was a good surprise. You know what? You know what? We you forgot shocked? To, we forgot to get a dig in on uh, Iowa. Oh, darn it. Darn it. That's right. For those of you that are friends with me on Facebook, did you see my shirt? <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Eric's yeah. got every college shirt. That's right, baby. Is that why you're an Iowa you State You know he has eat. I'm a Nebraska fan. I thought, an Iowa, I thought you were following Iowa State. I follow Remember? Iowa State. Okay. I, I follow the State Farm schools. Bowl. The Farm Bowl, yeah. Secretly, he has a UW sweatshirt. Hell no! I do have a UW T-shirt in my closet. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a it was a gift from a friend who was a baseball coach at UW. But I will say, he wasn't too thrilled when he gave me the tickets for free when UW played WSU baseball at Tri Cities. Really? And uh, yeah, I my dad and I, my my wife was my girlfriend. Paige was my girlfriend at the time. We showed up. We're on the front row on top of his dugout <laughs> in, in full crimson, crimson and gray, baby. And he goes, really, dude? <laughs> Sorry, Kel. <laughs> Didn't care. <laughs> I was so excited about that. So, What are we most looking forward to here in the next uh, couple of days, couple of weeks? There's a lot. Well, for me, number one, Seahawks are yeah. playing again this weekend. It feels like 
this week 12 just ended today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> right. It was a game, so Thanks it's weird to, to think that the yeah. Seahawks yeah. are playing in, and in just a few tomorrow. days. There's a game tomorrow, right? No. Uh, yeah. There, well, there were supposed to be. The Ravens were supposed to play Thursday. They were playing. Not. No, Ravens and Thursday Steelers. got to switch. The they were supposed to play Thursday, Thursday. Mm. Yeah. Really? Yes. Back they were going to play, the, I think, the Cowboys. But anyway, yeah, they're not playing. But Seahawks. Uh, Giants. That'll be a big one. Uh, we should win four straight. Right. And then also, uh, in just a, like less than two weeks, the NBA preseason starts back All up right. again. Can't believe it. Yeah, I'm excited. All yep. right. Did you guys see LeBron's extension? Yeah. 85 mil. 85 mil. <laughs> Chump change. Making <laughs> slightly more than a uh, Badger Parker farmer. He, sh- he, <laughs> he should be a sports journalist. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for that check to come. And yeah. I'm waiting for quite some time. Uh, I am uh, I am looking forward to uh, National Finals Rodeo. Yes. It starts on Thursday the 4th. Or no, no, Thursday the 3rd. Pardon me. <coughs> Man, we were just having all sorts of That's problems right. with the calendar this week. Math. Hard. National Finals Rodeo. We have 10 nights in a row of watching 10 nights something. of pure gloriousness. Remember back when this first started, there was nothing. We're never getting out of this. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to get out of it. Yep. That's nice. Now I just want to go see it. Yeah, I'd love to see in person. You yeah. could go see the rodeo. They're they're selling tickets in Texas. Anything happens in Texas. Might be worth the <laughs> trip. Dude, if I didn't have a newborn and a three-year-old, we would be there probably. We would go to the NFR, and to piggyback off of what Spar is saying, Dave Fisk would fund it. He would pay for it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am looking forward to not only this brand-new Cougar mask I got on. That's a gator thing I can wear all the time now because go Cougs. Uh, I am excited for... NFR, along with you. Yep. But I'm going to make sure all my household honeydew chores lists are done Sunday because we got a Hawks kickoff at 1, right? 1 o'clock. Followed by a 4.30 Cougar USC kickoff on yeah. Sunday. That's going to be Sammy's not so excited about the ladder. I'm excited. I'm excited to Dude. see the score of that game and hit our text group up. And I can't wait for that. Your your are. Suck it, Sammy. <laughs> be I won't watch a lick of the game, but I'll, I'll know the score. I got a pretty big day. And then you can follow it up with finishing up with a rodeo that day. That's Gosh, right. what am I? I'm not leaving my couch. So if you want to find me on Sunday, it's at my house. Yeah. Afternoon. You'll be sitting in the Lazy Boy. Absolutely. Brought to you by Fitter's Furniture. That's Great right. Sponsor That's this right. podcast. So, well, <laughs> I didn't even try to set you up for that, but that was a good uh, segue to our wonderful sponsor. We, are what we, hey, we also uh, had a special guest today. Three. We did. Yeah, who Inter- was this? Introduce. Oh, well, I have to introduce her? It's your dog. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Harper. Harper, the nine-month-old man beast. Half St. Bernard, half Bernice Mountain Dog. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. Beast. That thing she's the only dog been allowed in this garage. Yeah. Maggie pushes herself through the door because she's got the body weight to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm just going to say, when we took that picture this summer, she was about the size of Paisley, which is a mini Aussie Corgi. Yeah. And now she's the size of a full-ass grown dog. And she's not done yet. And not even near close to done. Sweet yeah. dog, though. Yeah, she's She's a good girl. She was about to unplug my mic here a little bit. <laughs> she was laying down. She was laying down the court here. It was comfortable down so there. She was smelling something. That, but yeah. That's but not yeah, good. Your corgi Scott. definitely did boss her around. Yeah, that's she's kind of mean. Be careful of the corgi. So. Yeah, but she liked Harper. That's awesome. Well, maybe she'll come back again, graces with her presence. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm ready to go warm up. <laughs> Let's get the heaters turned on. I'm yeah. On. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you to Fitterus Furniture. That's right. Guys, if it wasn't for you, the lights wouldn't even be on here. And, yeah, the, the heater is on. Without we turned the heater on. We, we figured if you could hear the heater in the background, it was worth it for us. So, yeah. Uh, guys, well, thank you very much. Until next week or the week after, whenever we get back together again, take care of one another. Be nice. And let's hope we're back to sports in the Valley here very, very soon. That's right.
Thank you to Sammy Henderson for being our board guy. Killed it. Out of Take care. The world's so big, this town's so small. If you circle the square, you've seen it all. There's no quick fix for a broken heart when everybody knows who you are. The Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Please check out all episodes anywhere you can get your podcast. And for you iTunes listeners, please rate and review our podcast. Check us out and follow for all your local sports updates on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. The official music of Kittitas Valley Sports Talk is brought to you by Austin Jenks. Please go check him out and all of his great music anywhere you can stream music. Don't want to hold you back.